Hello and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zarati. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer Aaron Labar. Your job title is such a mouthful, I laugh every time. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not even really my job that I actually do, which is why, but it's like my title. So music writer, copy catch editor, all. like a catch-all, you do everything. Yeah. Um, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about all kinds of things, a bunch yes. of like new things that are happening. And finally, some city. good local content. Yeah. We were excited. Local we were a little content. dry still there for a while. We were. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the plans for the Marketlands development in the exchange, as well as True North Square, which is popping up like gangbusters. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the RWB um, season that came out earlier this week. I'm losing all my words that I wanted to say. <laughs> it's very uh, female heavy in terms of characters and stories and stuff, which is great. And we're also going to be talking about the Facebook data scandal. And is it time to delete our accounts? So Aaron, how's your week? You did an escape room <laughs> actually, that I've been dying to know about. Actually, since the last time we recorded, I've done two escape rooms. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, so I'll do a I'll do a recap of the one that I talked about last week. Yeah, it's which scary you one. were the scary one, right? Um, all of my fears were realized. So no, <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm sorry for laughing. It That's was rough. Um, we got there, and the guy who was running the escape room came out, and I was the last one to arrive. And this was the escape room on Corden, right? On Corden, yeah. It's called Enigma Escapes. Right. And the room is called uh, Escape from Ravenwood. Ravenwoods? I don't know if it's plural. Oh. Uh, I thought it was called What Happened in Ravenwoods. Oh, Ravenwood. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. What Happened from Ravenwood. I don't know why I know so much about this. I've, I've blocked it out already. <laughs> I've just, it's just pushed it from my mind. But the guy came into the room and he's like, hey, did someone tell her like what's going to happen? And they're like, uh. And there's jump scares and like. It was horrible. Okay. So we go in. I'm already like panicking. Mm-hmm. It's pitch black. All we have are flashlights. How is your natural deodorant working out for you? I have switched back to <laughs> the stronger anti-stink <laughs> aluminum filled chemical stick. But um, so all we have are flashlights and it's pitch black. Oh my God. And I, like dark is one of the things that freaks me out the most. Yeah. So already I'm like, dark, yeah. I hate this. So I'm paralyzed by fear. I can't do any of the puzzles Aww. because I'm like, I'm scared every time I take a step that someone's going to pop out and eat me, basically. <laughs> so I find a wall that's like an actual wall that no one can pop out of. And I lean against that. <laughs> and I'm like trying to help people do puzzles from afar. Oh my God. I managed to do like a couple small things. And then we go, it's like three sections, basically. And so we're going and I'm getting more and more concerned as we go. And there's like um, dogs machine robot things that are like Rawr! as you're walking by and I freak out and then we get to this room and they make us give our our flashlights back and we're in pitch black oh my god and I was like about to have a panic attack did like, you did you pee a little bit I didn't pee but I was like breathing very heavily and oh concerned god. for my well-being and then there was and then the next part was we you had to this little door opened this creepy shed and you, you were supposed to crawl into the pitch black one at a time and collect like things that were in there yeah no and no. i literally like found the camera in the room and i was like i'm not going in there <laughs> i'm like someone else is gonna have to take my turn because i am not doing it and he the guy's waiting in there to scare the shit out of you and i know he's in there because oh i can see God. his giant bunny head and he's going come and play <laughs> like in the dark <laughs> i'm literally to the point of 
like anxiety attack levels. <laughs> Even though I know logically that nothing bad is going to happen. No, but it's but it. And so I just find this little platform and I just sit there. Well, and that's the thing about anxiety. Your body doesn't know that. So you're so like my palms are sweaty. Yeah, like fight or my flight, legs right? It's are like, like yeah. literally shaking. My friends are, you know, letting me stand in the middle of the circle in the dark because I'm about to. Yeah. And then, of course, the guy pops out from behind and scares me. It was just not my scene. So it lived we up to its two skull and crossbones rating. Yes. <laughs> we did escape. And my friends who enjoy kind of the scary stuff enjoyed themselves. It wasn't a bad escape room. It just was not my cup of tea. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I would not. I would hate I that I was too. like, my heart was pounding for like an hour afterwards. Aw. It was horrible. But then I did another one at The Real Escape, which is on Portage. Last night we did The Sub, and that was way more um, up my alley. Good. Yeah. So We also escaped. I was very excited. Even though we had one fewer player than the recommended minimum, we still escaped, and I was very proud of my team. Good job. You're just like an escape room Jen, seriously, you need now. to go. I, know. I feel like you would love it. I feel like I would too. The I, satisfaction of escaping that stupid room. It really is appeals like an to all my rush that I've never experienced in my life. It appeals to all my type A. It does. Traits. Yeah. For sure. How was your week? My week was good. I went to, uh, on Wednesday night. So, and you know this because you interviewed Rain Maida, um, who has still got it. Um, Our Lady Peace and Matt Good were in town for Mm -hmm. two nights last week. Um, And so we went to the Wednesday night show. And yeah, I was really impressed how both Rain Maida and Matt Good sounded. Oh, yeah. Their voices are still like... Held up well. Yeah. I've seen Matt Good many times. I've actually never seen Our Lady Peace, which is insane because that's like my youth. Yeah. But I really only listened to the first two olp records so i was happy that they played some stuff like early on in mm-hmm. the set so that was good and also they did a cover of yeah yeah yeah's maps oh really which was actually so lovely and so unexpected I so i was like oh yeah. me too so i was like oh this is nice like yeah um so that was good and then we've been like deep into spring cleaning in our house samson's like snorting Martin. He's probably chasing his tail because he has all this new space. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we moved my husband's office out of the main room in the basement into a room that he's now made into a Star Wars room with all his Star Wars collectibles, which I've mentioned on the show. I will vouch that it's pretty friggin' cool. Yeah, it's he put a lot of work into it. I did nothing except for be like, maybe this should go here and then leaving. And I set up like two Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah i was just like i think they should go in here uh but yeah he did a ton of work it looks great and it's kind of it's just nice to kind of like get rid of stuff that you don't need like take stuff out of boxes like a lot of his collection had been just in boxes forever mm-hmm. so it's nice that it's like up and organized it's just nice and to have a refresh space absolutely and just feel like you have a lot more space because the space is being used properly because i have our house is quite small so it's just it's nice to get that done it feels good tis the season to do it Last week, Center Venture uh, revealed the what they're planning to do with the Exchange District in like the public safety building, which yeah. has been sitting Vacant. unused. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was like took a year of public consultations, but they finally have renderings that they revealed last week, and our colleague Jessica Batalarabonsky did a story on them um, for what they're calling market lands. So mm-hmm. I'll read this from her story. It's a 2.4 acre piece of prime real estate bordered by James Avenue, William Avenue, Princess Street and King Street. So, so like right in the heart of the exchange. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's where the public safety building and the civic parkade are right now. Yes. 
it looks pretty cool. I agree. I think it looks really, really neat. Yeah. So it's the plan is like mixed use space, right? So yeah. there will be like open air markets and I think like some like inside retail space and what else? Uh, um, I think some affordable housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, full mixed use place, a lot of like open air, like the renderings, like, I mean, they're renderings, so it probably won't look exactly the same, but yeah, it's, I mean, the architecture is not really in keeping with the theme of no. the neighborhood, which is like a little bit disappointing because that's the whole point of wanting to spend time in the exchanges because it's a cool place to look at. Well, it's interesting. Um, and this is also from Jessica's story. Um, there's a historical caveat which says that the southern part of the site mm-hmm. needs to be available for public use. So they can't like develop that up. So that's where the right. market and green space right. is planned for. Um, of course, people are concerned about parking, right? They're like, it should be left as parking, blah, blah, blah. But I I disagree. Take I also disagree. There's yeah. like 400 buses that go directly downtown. You Ride your bike. You need to take a car everywhere, you, guys. Yeah. You, and there's also lots of places to park realistically. Right. You You're may have, to, have walk, to walk a little bit. But, you know, it's fine. Um, yeah. This plus True North Square. Which has, I can't believe how I can't fast that's going up. I can't believe how fast. I honestly, I looked at it and there was nothing there. And then a week later, it was like a hundred story building. Not literally, but yeah, that's what it felt like. I was at True North for a different story that I'm working on. And yeah, so I was down there recently and it's like every time I go down Graham, it's like, oh my God, there's more of it. It's coming mm-hmm. up. But I think what's cool about both these spaces is that that's what I love about going to other cities is exploring those kinds of like spaces where you feel like you're actually part of the city. Like, well, like to have a real downtown that people yeah. actually want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't look like, great. Close at six o'clock. Yeah. Like it. And also just having places where you can like walk around and not have to Congregate. be like. Exactly. It's yeah. nice. Like I think an open air market is a great idea. Right. Because like the Forks is great. But why can't we have more spaces like that? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I think it's really good. So I guess construction for market lands is. Uh, starting in 2020 which again as we mentioned before seems like a long time away <laughs> but it really is not because it sounds like the future but yeah, yeah so between market lands and the, then true north square is supposed to be done by then i think so yeah so between market lands true north square uh canada's diversity gardens at a cinema park yeah and the inuit art center all of those projects are kind of slated to be like starting or done at around that same time so i wonder if there's some kind of like anniversary or something that they're shooting to have all this stuff or maybe there's something in the works where there's a reason why they want to have all this stuff done by that time I don't know I think maybe 2020 sounds cool maybe <laughs> maybe I'm just plotting something in my head but if we get like an Olympic bid <laughs> yeah then then my uh my conspiracy theory won't be so much of a conspiracy yeah totally but <laughs> could you imagine the Olympics in Winnipeg <laughs> oh my God. no mountains maybe the Pan Am, Pan Am games would come back maybe um but yeah it's just it's it's encouraging it's kind of like um a logical extension of everything that's been happening over the last 15 years in the exchange district i mean like a lot has grown there this seems like a very natural fit and kind of where we should be heading so it's it's just encouraging to see see. money and time being invested into developing areas that people already like to go exactly yeah so awesome instead of like a parkade right facebook so this is such a crazy story yeah. That I feel like is both crazy and also both like, well, Makes a lot of sense. duh. You know? <laughs> like, so um, Cambridge Analytica is a data firm that was actually hired by the Trump campaign mm-hmm. that managed to harvest 
personal information from 50 million Facebook users and use it for nefarious purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of created a flurry over the last week of various stories about, you know, we got to buckle down on privacy. Here's how you check out like apps and third party apps were the main concern in this mm-hmm. story. Um, because I think that is how Cambridge Analytica was able to get a lot of this information because you sign up for like a personality quiz or whatever. Right. And it's like, it must allow Facebook to access your exactly. details or whatever. Yeah. So kind of what came out of that was a whole bunch of different places publishing pieces that were like, okay, here's how you actually see what information is being shared. And it's very convoluted because mm-hmm. I did a little bit of in keeping with my spring cleaning theme. You're spring cleaning digitally? Yeah. I spring cleaned my Facebook page and went, you know, under apps and settings and looked at what third party apps I had. And I didn't recognize a lot of them. And mm-hmm. I don't even remember when I would have used them or like where they Approved came from them or whatever. Yeah. And then when you actually click through and see the information that they see, a lot of them is just like a lot of stuff we use all the time, like SoundCloud, et cetera. It just needs your username and email address. But a lot of them are like, here's like all the information from your friends list. And like some of them ask for like, so basically anything that you make public on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So if you filled out like religious and political views and blah, 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 some of these apps can take that as well, unless you actually go through and deselect them all. So it's kind of worth going through. But I was kind of thinking about Facebook in general and how much I don't really enjoy being on it anymore. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like reflecting on that this week because I was like, it's such a huge time suck for me because I find that I just get stuck in the scroll. And I scroll and scroll and scroll. And I'm like, why am I on this? Like, I'm mm-hmm. not really enjoying it. I'm not really getting anything from it. Yeah. So, like, why am I on it? And now, like, because, like, the privacy thing, I don't believe that anyone really has privacy online. Well, that's, that was my like, kind of argument. Like, if you have a smartphone, yeah. the, the cloud, all-knowing cloud, knows everything <laughs> about you anyway. The privacy ship has sailed. Right. Like, like I mean, if you're going to get all frantic about Facebook and stuff, you may as well burn every electronic in your house because everyone knows everything about yeah. you at the drop of a hat. And also, button. the thing to remember with social networks is, and I think this is really what was put into stark relief this week, is that social networks are social. So your page is actually only ever secure as your friends. So if you have that one friend who does every single third-party app quiz and mm-hmm. allows information from their friends list to mm-hmm. be taken with them... Yeah, a lot of it's out of your control. You can't, you, can, you know? Other than, like, literally getting rid of everything. Exactly. Yeah. So I wrote a column for Saturday's paper as part of my Gen Try series because I'm going to try breaking up with Facebook for two weeks. Okay. To see if, it, if I miss it, if I feel better, because there's lots of studies now, too, that Facebook... A, makes people depressed, Mm -hmm. but also that social media addiction behaves very similarly to drug addiction. Like it it lights up your brain in the same way. Yeah. When people like your thing or comment or whatever, you get this weird hit of endorphins. For sure. Yeah. And I was finding that, I wrote this in the column, I don't like a full rock bottom moment last week where I was like (laughs) literally scrolling on two different feeds, one on my phone, one on my computer, like just... (laughs) I was like, okay, I what am I doing? I literally slowly put everything down and like backed away. I was like, okay, like this has reached a point where of insanity. I need to examine. So I'm con marrying my social media because it doesn't spark joy anymore. So we need to assess that. So if, uh, if other people are considering doing the same or have done the same, I would like to hear from you because yeah, it's kind of like a weird, weird thing. You feel like you're missing out. 
I don't really use Facebook that much anymore. I mean, I do scroll and I do kind of check events and things mm-hmm. like that. Cause that's kind of, for me, it's more of like a, uh, I use it as an event calendar. Oh, totally. Um, and how will I know when anyone's birthday is? Exactly. Um, I hate Twitter. If I never had to use Twitter again, I would be very pleased about that, but I'm an Instagram scroller. Oh God, me too. So I'm Instagram is more my beast than Facebook these days, even though they're it's owned by Facebook and everything looks the same. Like I'm like, well, oh yeah, everything's like a perfectly curated yeah. picture of Everyone, a lady in a dress like, or like holding like a fig leaf against a pink wall, like, or my friend's ridiculously cute baby stomping around. That's yeah. the one I like the best. It's like, I'm, but yet I'm just gonna, yep. gonna scroll forever. Yep, so yep. trying to break up with the scroll basically but starting with facebook and then seeing if there's a way that i can just use it better mm-hmm. royal winnipeg ballet they announced their season last week yes not their, schedule as i was going to say your, their schedule their it's sch- kind of their schedule kind of uh it's the 79th season for the royal winnipeg ballet mm-hmm. and it's really i always love when a storied institution kind of does something different so yeah yeah so there's a few new pieces that we haven't seen such as the wizard of oz which is in may i'm really excited about that one that will be great uh the handmaid's tale is coming back mm-hmm. so that i wrote about that the first time um it's choreographed by a woman named lila york mm-hmm. um and i believe it was first at rwb in 2014 i want to say yeah 2013 or 2014 yeah it was w- been about five years it was when i just started at the paper yeah but it stands out to me because it was the first time I got a letter from a reader praying for me <laughs> because of the, <laughs> the themes in A Handmaid's Tale. Oh, okay. It was on my fridge for a long time because the first time I actually got like snail mail, like I'm praying for you and Lila York and Margaret Atwood. I'm like, okay. Okay, thanks. Um, but I saw that ballet when it was here. It's phenomenal. Like it's pretty yeah. like tough watch as the show is. Um, Which I but, still have not finished watching. But it's it's a really gorgeous ballet. Okay. And very, again, a good example of how um, such a storied medium can be used to tell those kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. Um, Nutcracker, obviously, is coming back in... <laughs> <laughs> in in, uh december in december yeah um and then romeo and juliet i believe is the rounds out the season and then they're doing something new um called ballet in the band so that's a collaboration between bros landreth and the rwb yeah and i was making the comment that bros landreth is hitting up all of their uh cultural institutions they're playing with wso they're playing with rwb just like cultural institution bingo yeah yeah that's well, awesome. I like them, so I'm happy to see them out and about. Yeah, it's great. Starbucks has a new sick frap thing. So we have to try it. So we have to try it. <laughs> it's become yeah, part of our, it's our thing. It's part of our mandate. So we'll, we we'll did, try every frap. We will try all the novelty fraps. So we did the unicorn frap on the we, show. Yeah, we did the zombie frap. The zombie frap. We so. did the eggnog frap. Right, Christmas time with our nog collection of nogs. Right, so this is our contributed heavily to the nog log. It's true that went yeah. So this is our fourth like novelty. It's called the Crystal Ball um, Frappuccino. I'm just trying to find. I'm gonna read what the app says. Okay, and I'll describe what it looks like in the meantime. Yeah. Okay. So um, this is the description on the app: a mystical turquoise peach infusion frappuccino cream creme perhaps blended beverage <laughs> topped with peach flavored whipped cream and one of three different candy gems that will reveal your fortune i don't understand that part ours are purple our candy gems order gaze then all will be told and while we can't predict what gems what the gem what your gems will reveal we can tell you uh this drink is only here for a few short days 
Okay. Well, I don't get the gem thing either. Yeah. They look like they're just like really purple crystal ba- sprinkles. Oh, sugar. Yeah. Yeah. And it is turquoise. It has kind of melded a little bit. It used to be a little bit more kind of swirly, but it, it did melt a little bit while we were doing the other segments of the podcast. I'm going to try it. It seems like it's going to taste like peach. Yeah. I mean, from what I've read, it's it's no unicorn frap, but it just tastes like peach. Really? Yeah. That's disappointing. It tastes like a peach frappuccino. Oh, that is very peach. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a peach yogurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like more peachy than a peach yogurt. But I don't hate this. Like a peach yogurt with actual peaches in it. It's not, it's the least sweet. But it's also... I was actually talking about this with someone the other day. About how I don't like it when food is the wrong color. Oh, because it's green? Yeah. So like this tastes like peaches, but it's turquoise. Like remember in the 90s when they had those like colored ketchups? Oh, I hated that. Green yeah, ketchup, like, it's gross. I, I don't want this to be purple. Like it's red. So I'm kind of having a little bit of that. But when does it tell your fortune? Yeah, I don't know. I don't that part. I don't understand. Do you have to like keep drinking it till it like? Is it like reading tea leaves? I'm like maybe. Oh wait. Oh. Each drink will be topped with one of three different candy gems that represent a wild prediction about the drinker's future. Blue. Uh, that's not us. Green. No, that's not us either. But what are uh, they? Oh, purple gems. Mm-hmm. Made with algae cherry purple sweet potato juices and more mean magic wonder and enchantment are headed our way oh magic wonder and enchantment it's a triple header well oh, I just color me delighted smacked your computer yeah it's fine it's it's a peach frappuccino yeah i would i don't know if i would order that again it's pretty sweet also it kind of tastes like um also like condensed milk yeah you're right i think that's the flavor that's throwing me off well there you have it so if you like peaches and condensed milk, if you're 95 years old, <laughs> you will enjoy this frappuccino. So good or gross? I would say like somewhere in between. Like it's not it's it's not disgusting. Like it's drinkable and it's not nearly as sweet as unicorn or zombie. Like it's not making my mouth explode right. with saliva. See, for me, so the unicorn frappuccino went from gross to good. Mm-hmm. The more I drank it, the more I liked it. This is the opposite. Yeah, the opposite for me. Yeah, all I'm tasting now is condensed milk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'll talk about that over to the here. side. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We're also going to do a bonus, a bonus segment, reading, watching, listening. Yeah, we haven't we done both, that in a while. We both have stuff we want to talk about. We do. Would you like to start? Uh, actually, you should start because I have to pull up a okay. information sheet. Um, I have been watching. So there's been a bunch of shows that have come out in March. It seems to be like this new spring debut. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the last couple of weeks, I've been watching Champions, which is Mindy Kaling's new show. Oh, yeah. I've been meaning to get into that. Yeah. She co-wrote it. So she's not really starring in it again. She's in it, but she's not starring in it. But it's um, it's really, really cute. I really like it. Is there anyone notable starring in it? It's basically everyone from the Mindy Project. Okay. So like the guy who played Casey is the lead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who's real name I'm blanking on. Yeah. But, no, you know, Casey from the Mindy though. Project. Yeah. Um, but it's about his long lost son who is this like flamboyantly gay 15 year old named Michael. Aww. And he, so him and Mindy Kaling, it's their son. And uh, he is goes to live with his dad, who he's kind of reconnecting with, and mm-hmm. um, he owns a gym called Champions. So that's oh, okay. the title of the show, and he's kind of um, experiencing New York for the first time and kind of figuring out his relationship with his dad. But it's very funny, it's very cute. I highly recommend it, and it's on NBC. And I know Mindy Kaling has literally been trying to get a show on NBC since The Office. So good job, Mindy, because they passed on the Mindy Project. So dummies, she finally has her NBC Bunch show. Of dummies, yeah. That so Mindy Project's one of my faves. Me too. 
Um, I'm going to talk about an album that I've been listening to uh, by a guy named Jeremy Dutcher. It comes out April 6th, but sometimes we get sneaky streams ahead of time. Um, he is a First Nations artist from the East Coast, and he studied in Halifax uh, musicology. He's a has a beautiful tenor voice, so he studied vocals and composition as well. And he was able to um, uh, work in the archives of the Canadian Museum of History cool. and pull out these wax cylinders from 1907 that have old um, songs from his background, like his First Nations background. That's really cool. Um, and he was able, he sat there and like transcribed all these songs that have been lost for like songs that he has never heard before in, wow. in his native language. And he kind of used the lyrics and sort of parts of the old melodies and but turned them into this kind of contemporary like really innovative album and very cool yeah and there's like clips from the original songs in a few of his his versions and it's like one of the most moving things i've heard in a very long time it's That's awesome. really really not just like the concept is really innovative but also the execution is just like flawless so awesome it comes out april 6th please 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 listen to it you will not regret it as always, you can read about the things that we like, don't like, rants, raves, interviews, features, whatever, at winnipegfreepress.com. Quite a list. <laughs> well, we do. We write about a lot of things. We do. Um, you can also follow us on social media. I'm because I'm staying on the two that I always give on the show. Yes. Uh, because my Facebook is not open. Um, but at Jen's Ratty on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Naya Rebel on Twitter and Instagram. And we also have our Barry the Lead email address. You can reach us there. It's Barry the Lead at WinnipegFreePress.com. And we will see you next week. Bye.